Pickles and pizza. Welcome to Pickles and pizza. You're here with Rolanda, aka Roro, and <laughs> and Gerthy. Hi, everyone. Hi, Gerthy. Uh, thank you guys for coming back to another episode of Pickles and Pizza. Yes, thank you. Um, as we're still fine tuning our flow, see what we could take out, see what to add in. Actually, Gerthy, I had somebody tell us that we laughed too much. That's possible. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I've heard that before as well. Really? Yeah. Okay, so we gotta cut it with the laughing. Okay. How Noted. Is, how is? But you're so funny, Gerthy. What? You're you're hilarious. Oh, Gerthy. <laughs> Thank you. How was your week? My week was okay. I didn't really do much. You know, I'm working from home. Just trying to do that and get some other things organized and situated in my apartment. That's about it. How was your week? It was good. It was also okay. You know, I work in a hospital. So my weeks have been like COVID, COVID, COVID. So COVID 10,000. Well, not 10,000 as in deaths but as in that was really sad <laughs> yeah <laughs> as in like level 10,000 but I've just been coming home and doing schoolwork, all of that stuff yeah. how, how is that going for you I hate uh, it it's online school and I absolutely hate it so anybody out there who's on online school you got this it's hard but you got this kudos to you guys because I cannot stand it okay understandable I don't know anything about that life yeah but other than that I've been okay the first month of january hasn't really been that bad just we all know about the capital yes which all i gotta say is so many just so many things wrong but where they do that at <laughs> i will digress mm-hmm. because we could have a whole conversation about that i feel like that's a whole episode yeah but speaking about disasters whoa <laughs> no that's a tr- weird transition <laughs> that is a disaster i just Mm-hmm. It's a, whatever. It's not a natural disaster. It's no, a it's, disaster. It is just it is. Mm-hmm. But another thing that was significant during this month, January, was January twelfth. <laughs> Amanda, are you quizzing me? Or <laughs> I didn't this... ask the question. Okay. I just paused. Okay. I paused. Okay. Um but yes, January twelfth. And for some who may not know, and of course those who know, I'm sure on January twelfth. You saw a lot of posts on social media about Haiti because January 12th, 2010 was when an earthquake hit Haiti and just devastated the country. Demolished. Yes. Right. So this is what the 11th year, but I feel like I remember like it was yesterday. Like I remember where I was sitting, what mm-hmm. I was, what, I remember everything mm-hmm. from the day I was, I must have still been in, um, Oh, I just graduated um, and I was in college, first year of college, first or second year of college, first year of college. And, but I was home mm-hmm. because of spring break, not spring break, winter, winter break. Winter, winter break. break. Yeah, yeah, I was home. But I still remember it like it was yesterday, but I can't mm-hmm. believe it's, it's been 11 years. It's crazy. It's insane. I remember also being on winter break and being at home and just, I think I, I went downstairs to find out like what my parents were talking about because I was like in my room just chilling. Because it's winter break. I'm not being productive, unfortunately. Of course not. And they were just like watching the news. I'm like, what is happening? Because I, I saw what they were watching. I'm like, yo, what is going on? What is happening? It was 
it was intense uh, yeah it was very it was a very emotional time for haitians here definitely haitians in haiti mm-hmm. um and for haitians everywhere and i'm sure you know other people not haitians of course other people who just saw how this earthquake just destroyed haiti and yeah, felt devastated the devastated the nation and to watch those news clips of people being dug out bodies being found and people just trying to find their loved ones mm. it, it was it was a lot i can't i cannot imagine mm-hmm. trying to look for my mother my child my sister oh my god i can't even like ah. my, my my sister doesn't answer my text for more than two hours i'm like hello should i send the police <laughs> oddly enough if i don't answer like my parents phone calls within like a few days it's like where were you (laughs) what's going on (laughs) weird Weird. yes of course so then the earthquake was about a 7.0 magnitude which caused i think a fatality of 250,000 people yeah so 250 people a thousand 250,000 people died and at least 300,000 people were injured of, of course because you because you have to imagine like a lot of people were at work some kids were at school because this happened during the day mm-hmm. and you just had like you have people living like their regular lives of right? course like any day because people walking yeah because honestly when you hear news reports like oh there's gonna be an earthquake there's gonna be a natural that like a lot of people just don't pay attention to that yeah right and i don't know what the news was saying before then because i i don't really watch the news like that because i just feel like they report things that don't need to be reported or like they exclude things that don't that that should be reported okay so it's biased yes yes so i wasn't paying attention to the news leading up to that day and if i wasn't paying attention to the news i'm pretty sure there were hundreds of other people who weren't paying attention to the news who weren't aware of what was possibly gonna go down of course not I had, of course it had to be like a surprise it had to have been blindsided by it like for example like katrina oh right when they said there wasn't there were going to be a storm hit and all this other stuff a lot of people were leaving louisiana new orleans all that like that area but some people weren't one because of economic reasons because they really didn't have a place to go and then two they thought they could ride out yeah because even here when they're like oh this snowstorm is gonna be a blizzard right i'm like oh they're exaggerating like yeah. it's, it's not gonna be i'll be bad. home with, with just a, three exactly three eggs <laughs> <laughs> a couple of grains of rice like i'll be good i don't need to go to the grocery store exactly but unfortunately this was actually like a big oh, big yeah. thing what did it say i think they said about five million people were displaced because of all the buildings collapsing mm-hmm. and you know all of that they said that it was that bad because it it happened only about 6.2 miles below the surface so because it was like so close to the surface mm. that's why it, it like it affected them that bad crazy mm-hmm Crazy. Only six six miles, like you know how, like six miles is right there. So it was like right, right under them. Yeah. When it happened, and it happened like in Port-au-Prince, the capital city. So you know that's where a whole bunch of Haitians migrate. Every, yeah. Everybody's yeah. there. Everybody. Yeah. They say it's like two million people that that lives there, and then that's where all the buildings are. Everything's there. Yeah. You know all of that was affected. 
I remember them talking about just the structural damage of the buildings and stuff like that because and my father and my father talked about this like the way the buildings are built in Haiti they're not the best it's not like idea it's not structurally sound yeah yeah it's not because you have a lot of people who if they bought land they're building something mm-hmm. on top of it yeah good or bad <laughs> they're building something on top of it yeah and you have a lot of people who just don't have like the resources to to hire you know certain engineers or like certain what what, what are they called architect architects yeah okay. architects to like give them a sound foundation and a sound construction so they just hey next okay and it's they just they just go with it so yeah i mean i have some land of course i have some land in haiti mm. my, slight flex my dad put it under my name okay and that's slight very flex. common <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm sure more than half of us got some something some land in haiti or whatever mm. and i'm sure they're gonna build something on top of it but you're right like in certain areas they don't have the resources the time or the capabilities to build something like structurally sound um, yeah. Which is why when the earthquake happened, so many places were damaged. So many. It's sad. When you look at the pictures, oh my God. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine being there at that time? I can't. I can't imagine. That's why I'm always grateful and thankful for the life I have. Because I don't have to, by the grace of God, I did not have to experience that. Yes. Thank. Yes, of course. And then what's even worse is, you know, with earthquakes, there's always or usually aftershock. Yes. They were getting aftershocks for yes. days after that. And the ha- aftershocks rocked. They they were still rocking the country. Yeah. It wasn't like little, ti- little tiny. Little Trembles. Little. No. It was still like bow, bow. It yeah. still, yeah. It, it still caused damage. Days for days after it. I think they said the worst aftershock was on January 20th, which is a whole week after. It was like a 5.9 that that's crazy can you imagine having to deal with the earthquake just a week of it's crazy yeah it's it's bad because you wanna at that point you're already emotionally exhausted oh my god right you're You're like you're grieving the people that you lost you're worried about people you still can't find you're displaced you don't have a home yes the the water source is contaminated Mm -hmm. you've lost all your belongings and not only that, but also your mental health. Yes. Your mental health is, you're just traumatized. You're, yeah. trauma, you're operating in a state where you're traumatized. And I'm sure nobody, people are still healing from mm. that time. People are still yeah. traumatized from that time. Yeah, they, I saw a news article. They said this was Britain in 2020, 10 years later. And Haiti's still dealing with the aftermath of the 2010 earthquake. Of course, it makes sense. Because even after the earthquake, other stuff has been happening. Right. They've been experiencing other disasters, other economic situations that affect them. You're right. In 2016, actually, Haiti was hit. Also, just the Caribbean. They were hit with a hurricane, a.k.a. Hurricane Matthew. This occurred on October 4th. (laughs) October birthday month october 4th 2016 it was a category for hurricane massive storm with winds up to 145 miles per hour now 145 miles per hour that's hefty that's crazy can like imagine a car going that fast 145 miles per hour people spaz at me for doing 80 on the turnpike <laughs> that's like what almost twice as twice as fast yeah almost oh. 
that's and can you imagine how dangerous that is? Like it's probably knocking down trees. Well, of course it's not. It's a hurricane. It's of course knocking down trees. Knocking down trees, maybe picking up small cars. That's crazy. Imagine hearing that. Uh, yeah, and like trying, I don't know, duck, not duck for cover, but get cover and mm. trying to like position yourself where you aren't picked up by the winds. Exactly. I'm hoping with this one that the people actually listen to the warnings because I'm I'm sure there was warnings for this. Right. Well, there's there's warning for a lot of things. Yeah. They say it's raining outside when it's bright and sunny. Meteorologists, yes. what can you do? Err on the side of caution. Yes. Say. Yeah. I, and I think as an adult, just in general, I'm starting to do that more and more just being focused of what they're saying out there being in in tune with what what's going on with the news and you know trying to make sure I protect myself I think I do that too like even what just happened this past winter they were talking about that snowstorm remember Mm -hmm. right they were talking about that and usually I'm like "Eh, whatever this time I was like yeah let me get some water let's get some snacks let's get some ice I mean I wasn't off because of my job but I was like, let me be careful. Luckily, God, you know, this is God is in my life because the days of the hurricane, of the mm-hmm. snowstorm. Okay. I actually had already requested those days off. Oh. So I just happened to be off. Look and I was at like, that. look at God. Look at do, do, that. Do, 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 do. Look at God. So I was so happy I was off because my little tiny car would have not made it. <laughs> <laughs> not made it. Okay. Would have been on that train. Okay. Mm-hmm. With possibly positive COVID folks. <sighs> That's COVID is still out here. Very, very much. Just very, very much. It's ridiculous. But yeah, so the Hurricane Matthew hit in 2016, and I'm sure Haiti was definitely not fully recovered. No, no. I, I was, I don't know what I was watching. Maybe it was the BBC or maybe it was CNN. But there was a clip of a, a helicopter dropping food down to mm, folks in Haiti. I saw that. I saw that. You, you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yo, one the optics it just looks bad because it's like you have these people who are struggling already you couldn't at least land the helicopter exactly why couldn't they i don't know why are you tossing the stuff out like that i felt like that was that was wrong and then two these are human beings like be be a little bit more respectful exactly i mean i wonder how far up they were like they were just dropping stuff and like what if it didn't land where it needed to land what if it landed at a place that it wasn't accessible to the people there was no need for that just land the helicopter and pass out the food and that's it in a reasonable fashion but anyway going back to hurricane matthew so still still causes a lot of damage it was about 546 deaths and about 1.9 million dollars million dollars in damages and this is u.s dollars okay per (laughs) 1.9 million yeah 1.9 million per worldvision.org and it was it's interesting because this website also lists the the hurricane as the most disastrous thing to hit haiti since 2010 which is frightening that's crazy i believe it i mean thank god there wasn't as many deaths as a hurricane, right? Um, not as much damage. Disaster on top of disaster being knocked down when you didn't even have a chance to get back up yet. No, you still have people recovering. Yeah. They said in Jeremy in Haiti, they said about 80% of the billion of the buildings were leveled. Just like, do, 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 knocked down. And it's like, yo, you've ever heard of that expression? When it's bad, it's bad. Like things like just 
keeps getting yeah, worse. Yeah, like Murphy's Law. Yes, Murphy's Law. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, it's like Murphy's Law. It's like one after the other. It's just, and I'm just keep thinking, what is in the mind of these people as all of this is is happening? That's why they say Haitians are one of the most hardworking and resilient people. Of course, one of them, the most. Of course, and I dare somebody to fight me on that. Wait, if they fought you, would you win? Not physically. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not physically. Yeah, we're, we're too that. old to get into physical. Oh, no. I would throw my back, throw the punch. <laughs> too old for that. Um, Yo, my my legs will go under me if I try to fight somebody. <laughs> They'll be like, uh uh-uh, uh, girl, what you doing? I'll be, I'll be on the floor already. My back hurts. <laughs> fight yeah, me down let's, here. Let's settle this like adults. How police? much do you want? <laughs> Oh man, we have different ways of handling stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's just in general. I'm not much of a fighter, so I I would not like to partake in that. Of course not. Yeah, but Haitians are fighters. You know. Yes, spiritually, mentally, and sometimes physically. Yeah. Some some of these Haitians could throw down. Oh no, yeah, I'm, I, I not no wanna. I have no doubt my mother can throw down. <laughs> I'm low-key scared of her. I don't want to try it. Yeah. (laughs) But I do think that even though Haitians are resilient and even though Haitians are hardworking, I do think that they need and should get help from, you know, other countries, other organizations. They should get some help. Question. Do you think Haiti should get help from all those NGOs that's there? NGOs. um, Can you elaborate that for people who don't know, including me? <laughs> NGOs are non-for-profit organizations. The exact non-governmental organizations. So that's basically your Red Cross, your Helping Hands, your Doctors Without Borders, your gotcha. Engineers Without Borders. Gotcha. So, yeah, it's like non-for-profit organizations that explicitly try and help folks. Gotcha. I'm glad you cleared that up. I mean, I knew what it was but just i'm glad you cleared that up um so you know what when i was in college and i was part of the haitian student association Mm. we worked with this organization which i think for me that's the only organization that i was i put my trust in to help haiti it was authentic haitians yeah it was called do you remember it do you remember the name i don't remember the name okay i know what you're talking about i just don't remember um, it was called Hope for Haiti. Ah, yeah, yes, Hope for okay. Haiti, and we even sold little like rubber rubber bracelets mm-hmm. to help raise money for them. They were like two dollars, and then I had to go from door to door trying to sell them. Little did I know that was illegal and dangerous. But oh, solicitation laws. Yes, okay. <laughs> yes. Okay, that's valid. <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> but you, we were young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Hope for Haiti which is an organization that's focused on providing support and partnership for Haitian people every day. So they're well known mm-hmm. um, for being an aid to the Haitians. They they are made of Haitians, helping Haitians. Right. So that's honestly, that's an organization. If I were to like donate or if I wanted to volunteer or, you know, needed more information, I, that's my go-to organization. <gasps> and if anybody want to look it up, it's the website is Hope for Haiti.com. If you guys just want to get more hope for like the number four. No, spell out for so H O P E F O R H A I T I. Oh, well, thanks. thanks for that. Yeah. But that's because that's in my experience during that time. Like I said, I was in college. Right. And so HSA, one of our 
projects was to raise money. So mm-hmm. that's the organization we prop we partnered with to raise the money. Right. I mean, I'm not gonna say much, but there's been a lot of controversy about these non non for profit aids. Yes. Especially in Haiti. So I just did a quick Google search and they said there's over three hundred NGOs in Haiti. Now I don't know how accurate that is. <laughs> Because that just seems berserk to me. Yeah, and that... But I know there are a lot. There's, I think there's too many NGOs in Haiti. That's crazy. 300? 300. Honestly, and for me, I feel like there, sh- there should be more portrayal of that. Like, we should see more. If there are that many NGOs, not-for-profits, out there helping Haiti, I don't know. I mean, of course, there are, I've, you know, missionary trips. I do see people out there helping Haiti. Um yes. 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 No, no, no. no. Like I believe in missions trips because I think as as Christians, we're taught to spread the gospel and help our neighbors, right? Help our help our fellow man. But these uh, these not for profit organizations, I don't know what they're beyond. They beyond because it's it's dicey and i i say i say it's dicey because a lot of not for profit organizations they get their money through donations and grants right and people run these organizations that means people get salaries for these organizations okay it's a business yes okay so to me it's like how much of the money that these ngos are receiving goes into the actual services and aid they provide to the people versus how much goes to maintaining that organization meaning filing taxes filing paperwork paying the folks but but sorry to interrupt but i feel like if i am donating to a cause if i am donating money that money should go strictly for what i'm donating for i'm not donating to pay your salary you make more than I do. Why am I giving my money to, to, to donate to your salary? So I feel like even because I used to work in a nonprofit organization, mm-hmm. our salaries did not come from from donations or fundraisers. Our salaries came from the, like the state. We were contracted by the state. Mm-hmm. So our salaries came from the state, not from people or donating money. But how, but how much of that money from the state is like given to the to the organizations yearly? Cause, so I don't know much about NGOs. Okay. I'm just thinking like just a regular, la, 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 just a regular civilian, mm-hmm. right? If I see all these people donate money, let's take, for example, the Red Cross. If I see all these people donate money to the Red Cross, but the folks in Haiti barely received any of those funds, now I'm thinking... What happened to all that money? Yeah, Gertie, you're not the only one, actually. There's like <laughs> this big thing with the Red Cross because the Red Cross had said that they raised about half a billion dollars. It has to be more than half a billion. That's what they said. That's what they, That's allegedly. What they said. <laughs> half a billion. It was one of the most successful fundraising nonprofits efforts ever. The Red Cross. Mm-hmm. So they got that money. And right. they said that they would help, like, the Haitians rebuild, provide relief, food, you know, resources. Right. But help, not... help the folks get back on their feet. Yeah, exactly. But the Haitians are saying, where the money at? They don't see it. And a lot of people are saying that. A lot of people are saying, I donated to the Red Cross, but we don't see where our money went. Right. Right. Every, a lot of people are questioning, what y'all do with my money? 
exactly and they, as they should i donated the money and um i don't see it going towards what i donated to and that's what i was saying before what did i donate for i know what i donated for but what did you use my money for right they're saying that there's not new roads, there's no new schools or new homes. Right. The amount of money that they received, they should have been able to do a lot more for Haiti. Yes. More roads should have been paved, more access to, I guess, structurally sound buildings should have been <laughs> should have been established. A lot should have happened with that kind of money. Yeah. Even the government's like, uh, we didn't get no money. The government's like, whoa, guys, whoa, whoa, whoa. I know you guys have been suspicious. <laughs> it's not us this time. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I, honestly, I'm just saying human beings are malleable, right? So there's room for corruption. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying like, you know, the politicians are corrupt. I'm not living there at the moment. But due to historical, events mm -hmm. you would think you would think okay maybe something's going on you would think okay what's happening here? Mm -hmm. but if they're if they're coming out and saying uh-uh folks it's not us <laughs> you gotta take you gotta take some heed to that yeah and i mean i'm not gonna put it all on the red cross there are other organizations Play the red cross <laughs> there are other or organizations that raise money that they're saying they didn't you know they didn't get the money they didn't see the money they didn't see the help right also there's a lot of countries that the red cross help that are saying the same thing that haiti is saying they didn't they didn't see the relief they didn't see where that money went a little while ago so the i guess because everybody was saying where's my money the red cross <laughs> they hired um consultants to review like one of the projects and right you they hired the consultants and you would think, independent consultants quote unquote but but listen you would think they would if you're gonna hire consultants to check your stuff because people are, are what do you call it people are accusing you of things you would right. have your stuff in order right when the consultants came in and kind of like audited and see what they said they saw that they found like first of all their math was unreliable <laughs> they were double counting undercounting and then believable <laughs> this is all believable and one time the red cross reported they helped more people in a country that actually lived in that country they're like <laughs> oddly enough that doesn't surprise me i'm like that doesn't surprise me i'm like if you're and then i'm like if you're gonna hire some consultants like make sure your stuff is together i got this from and i got this information from npr right and NPR is a, I, I, I trust NPR somewhat, you know, yeah. I, I understand that every news source has some type of bias, but if NPR is saying, bruh, what <laughs> these independent consultants, what these independent auditors found ain't matching up with what Red Cross is giving no, them. Then, their financial department needs some serious revamping. Financial department? <laughs> The whole thing, <laughs> the whole thing, the whole thing, strip, go. uh, strip, like switched out, switch out leadership and just change the whole thing. The whole thing gotta go. It just needs to be revamped from the bottom up. But not you know, even, not, not even the bottom up, the top down. I feel like oh, true, the top down. That's what I meant. Leadership, leadership is extremely important with these types of organizations, right? Because they handle so much money and they've made commitments to countries and to just just the regular folks that you know we're gonna be there we're gonna help right 
Now, if leadership is janky, the whole organization will be janky. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course, because that's the leader. They're setting the tone. If they're like, oh, my leader is corrupt. Ugh. Let me. <laughs> I'm going to take four hour lunch breaks and get paid. <laughs> Honestly, if the lead that's so that's why I said that's why I meant they need to revamp it from the top down. And like honestly though, I'm not defending anybody, but with all of that kind of money, right? It's not hard to see why some people might be corrupt. All that money coming in, and you're the one doing the financial. Oh no! For those types of organizations, it's not just one person; it's a team. Well, now, yeah. if a team is janky. <laughs> Of course, if one person is one app, one bad apple, what happens when you put one bad apple spoils the bunch? It does. What happens? I think it was apples. You ever heard of that? That I don't know phrase. Whatever you put, if a one bad apple literally spoils the bunch. Like the if it starts to rot the mold, right. it'll jump to a different apple. I honestly haven't tested is that. I'm not really an apple person. I'm not sure if it's apples. Guys, correct me if I'm wrong. No, I'm not but that sure. is the saying. Yeah. One apple, one was, an apple spoils it's, And so it's much. not just a yeah. saying. It's actually a thing. Like when mold gets on something, it will transfer. Yes, mold will spread. Yes. You are correct. Yeah. So that's why they're like, one bad apple ruins the bunch. So like, one unfortunately, one corrupt person will find another person to corrupt. Will find another person to corrupt because they see, they see the corruption in the eyes, <laughs> and they will force people who are not who who are not a part of them out. They'll make it a hostile environment. I've seen it so many times. Yes, that's why. Um, that's why certain organizations were created like a equal opportunity mm-hmm. like that equal opportunity yeah department all yeah. those stuff so like yeah. they could file complaints and not be shanked at the job <laughs> and then like there's a whistleblower legislation like yes yes but like i'm saying when somebody whistleblows they put them on t like especially in a big corporation they put them on tv you're blasted like yeah you're blasted there's and they it's like you your family your extended family, your friends. Yeah. yeah. They say you're quote unquote protected, but how? how don't know, and then I, yeah. Anyways, we're we're going off topic. <laughs> we <laughs> just went on a tangent. It happens, Sorry. folks. As it you happens. can see, we're very passionate about this. Passionate about corruption? Injustice. Okay, injustice. Exactly. But yeah, so then like with these nonprofits, I would I don't trust all of them. But that's with everything. I don't trust all that's of true. them. There, there are good ones like like the one you, you yeah. mentioned for earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are good ones and there are bad ones. Yeah. It's it's unfortunate because when you hear about the bad ones, it really sounds bad. Yeah, and which it makes other people kind of like think they're all bad. Right, right. Which you know makes it bad for those who are really good. It makes it harder for those folks. Yeah. So I would say like if you're gonna donate to any organization any country anything do your research first make sure you vet them yeah i know people vet their spouses (laughs) they should they should well yes they should please don't hop into marriages with folks you don't vet as well as don't donate your money to organizations you haven't vetted so make sure you do your research check these people out check these organizations out so that you know that your money is going to a cause into something that you're aligned with yeah exactly you have to make sure that because it's your money you don't want to just you wouldn't it's like, the money that you work hard yeah, for it's your money. so definitely look to make sure that whatever you donate make sure it, it is a, a good organization and with um strong backing you know right. do your research right 
Yeah. So this episode was more of a serious tone because we did want to kind of educate those who didn't know and just remind those who did know about January 12th being an important time for Haiti, a time to remember and a time also to be thankful. True. Because if you still have family that you speak to in Haiti or if you, you know, you're able to go back and able to see your loved ones then that is something to definitely be thankful and grateful about. Yeah. And just knowing that, how should I say this? And like even those who lost, you know, loved ones, taking the time to remember them in a good way. Right. Remembering the positive as well. You know, don't forget, like I work in oncology. So like a lot of people try to, when somebody passes away, a lot of people just try to forget, forget that the last time they saw but i think it's important to remember all of the good times all of the good positive moments that you've experienced with that person yeah for sure no one could take no one can take your memories away from you right so if you remember yeah your cousin who always called you by your brother's name you know that's a that's a cute <laughs> little that's a cute little memory or you got that aunt that used to sing a certain song. Definitely remember that. Don't don't forget about that. So thank you guys for listening to this. And if you have any, if you have any like comments, if you have anything to add, if we got anything wrong, feel free to hit us up. Instagram, Peakley's Pizza. Email Peakley's Pizza at gmail.com. Yes. Um, and please, when you message us, let's be polite here. No all cat messages. I repeat, no all cat messages. <laughs> Unless you're like excited. Unless they're excited. Still, still, <laughs> no all cat messages. Please. Oh, man. All right, Gertie, you know what time it is? What time is it? Gertie, you got to get on board with this. I feel like, you know, as my co host, you got to support me. Get on board with this, okay? I support you spiritually. Does that. No. Does that no, count? No. <laughs> okay. All right. It's quote time. Woo. Thank you. All right. So this is going to be like a, a very simple quote. It goes like this. It's by Carol, Karen Sullivan. And it says, in the face of adversity, we have a choice. We can be bitter or we can be better. These words are my North Star. You don't like it, Gertie? We can be bitter or we can be better. She said we can be bitter or we can be better? Yes. I don't like it. Oh, Why? Uh, I don't, it's, it doesn't pull me in. <sighs> okay, here's another one. Whoa, we're doing two of these? Because you don't like it, Okay. No, no, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. One quote a day. Okay, thank you for that, <laughs> co-host Rolanda. Yes. I'm going to tune in next week. Not Well, next to our next episode. I'm going to say tune yeah, in next to, our, to our, next our next episode. episode. Not sure exactly what it's going to be about, but it'll be about something good. Yes, it will. And also, like I said, leave comments, leave suggestions. We want to talk about things you guys are interested about and hearing so that more people will listen to us. Spread it, share, subscribe, all of that. Thank you, folks. And goodbye.